0: Welcome to our Oahu Cap Commodity Podcast, where we talk about futures and options strategies throughout the week. Our episodes cover a range of topics, including strategies used in institutional hedging of physical commodities, trade finance, managed futures programs, and speculative trade structures using options on futures. So for those of you self-directed traders looking for sophisticated ways to trade futures markets, this is it all of our content is intended solely for information purposes we're not making any solicitation to buy sell or trade anything it's education only we're not endorsing any view and nothing shown is guaranteed is accurate or that you'll profit or have limited losses past performance is not indicative of future results
1: Okay, thanks for joining our presentation at Oahu Education on how to get involved with Managed Futures programs. My name is Derek Cheng and I'm the Managing Director for Oahu Capital Group LLC in the U.S. and also Oahu Asia Group here in Singapore. So let me start with our risk disclaimer. Our disclaimer is that everything presented here is for educational purposes only. It's not a solicitation or advice for investing. On Buying or selling in the financial markets also past performance is not indicative of future results And there is a substantial risk of loss of trading commodity futures options and off-exchange foreign currency products All right, so that's pretty much a mouthful Anyway, you can go ahead and read that from our site if you have any questions on it. So To start off many businesses use commodity and financial futures for hedging their physical price risk in other words A refiner of gasoline products is concerned about his input costs of crude oil prices going higher. Maybe an animal feed yard grazing hogs or live cattle. Well, they're concerned about soybeans, corn, or grain as input costs going higher. And by contrast, producers that are selling the crude oil, well, they want the highest price possible in sales and they're concerned about the sales price is that it's going to go lower. So both sides basically use futures markets to manage their risk, their price risk. Now markets are also used for investing or trading for speculation with the goal of gaining value from price fluctuations. Asset managers and individual traders are looking to profit from price changes so they really don't deal with physical products like the businesses do. Now the U.S. markets really are the most liquid and the oldest markets that are actively traded in the world. Um, Yes, many countries, they've got their own financial exchanges, but if you look, say, at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, you'd be amazed at the volume uh, that's done there in trading each day. Now, many in Asia and Europe, unless working with counterparts in the United States, have challenges trading these markets given the time difference. Even though markets are available around the clock during the week, If you're living in Asia, trading the active hours can really be challenging for most. Another possible challenge for those trading from Asia is really the complexity of some of the products. So what's interesting is that while the majority of the world uses the metric system for weights, things like kilograms, metric tons, grams, well, the United States still uses a system of customary units used in Britain before they became an independent country. So you'll see commodity weights measured as pounds, short ton, 100 weight, which can be confusing for most. So an Asian import exporter dealing with physical products from or to the US and hedging price risk with futures, well they've got to be familiar with price and measurement conventions. They also need to deal with futures and option markets in different time zones. So there's complexities here. Even the asset managers speculating on US futures and options, there's a lot of sophisticated trading strategies. That many in Asia really aren't familiar with. So take options which are complex instruments in and of themselves. There's various combinations of spread strategies. You'll hear names like iron condor, butterflies, or delta neutral adjustments across gold, oil, foreign exchange, and stock indices. So it can be pretty complex. And yet these are the most actively traded markets in the world, mainly by professional traders. So the question is, how to get involved in a way that makes sense. Well, let's come back to this and let's talk a little bit about education. With the internet nowadays, there's tons of educators in trading the markets. In Asia, you'll see Forex, CFDs, swaps and markets like gold, oil, euro, yen, etc. So one way is just taking time to learn about the products. And there's a ton of software and programmers to develop systems to do that. Thing is, is that you've just got to be careful on all the different hype and throwing your mindset into this set it, forget it mentality. uh, That's pretty much a sure way to go down the tubes. As with investing money in a portfolio, you're going to need to invest time on education and learning and not just jump the gun when it comes to what we call self-directed trading. You just got to know that it's going to take an investment of time. So, you know, by now, having listened to all the stuff I'm talking about, you're probably thinking, well, why do all of this? You know, futures and options sound hard and I don't have the time, especially, in late night time zones, I've got a life. And it's great that it's big in the US markets, but I just don't have the time and I'm not gonna stay up all night, certainly. So kind of if I go back to what I was talking about earlier between businesses hedging versus speculating for a profit, well, the second part, speculating for a profit, why look at commodity futures and options? Why not just stick to the stock market? Well, here's the thing, it's called correlation. In theory, when designing a portfolio, if you have equities or stocks across different industries, it might be helpful where one section of the market fell down while another uncorrelated side might pick up in your portfolio. So there's kind of this counterbalance. It's a partial hedge on your portfolio, so to speak. And the concept does apply in a similar way when you think about adding commodities in that same portfolio. You can even take it a step further. So let's say you've got a mix of stocks, bonds and some commodities in a portfolio. Well how else can you diversify this? Well another way might be having a mix of strategies. So let's say conservative buy hold strategies in stocks and mixed with a small sliver of more aggressive strategies with higher price volatility and futures and options, you've just got to weigh out your mix. So now it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. How do you get involved in the most liquid and actively traded markets in the world, the US, without being glued to a computer and having to spend time learning about complex instruments and strategies to use them? Well, what's the solution and what's out there? So let me take a moment to explain what's at Oahu Capital. And if you go to our education website, which is Oahu, like the island in Hawaii, and that's spelled O as an Oscar, a is an Apple, H is in Holland, U is an Umbrella, Oahu, Education.com. You can read about what's called managed futures programs. Now, many professionally traded managed futures programs, the good ones, they're typically held with funds requiring qualifications for participating and levels of investment that's usually outside the comfort zone of the average person, a retail trader. And what I mean by that is you'll hear the term QEP, and it stands for Qualified eligible persons. Uh, what is that? Well, that's more of a sophisticated trader. And programs catering to these guys, QEPs, could range anywhere from $500,000 and up. All right, so interestingly, though, the people who trade these programs, well, they kind of have to start somewhere. We call them emerging traders, rising talent, guys who study the markets, develop sophisticated algorithms across oil, gold, FX, bond markets. And what they look for uh, are managed futures venues like what Oahu offers where their systems are placed, audited, and really just gain exposure by being put with other brokerage firms. Now, over time, these developer guys, they get recognized and hired by a Goldman or a bank who uses the same system for larger commercial funds. Now, Oahu Capital's model is the piece that fits in between the developers starting out and getting hired by that larger firm. During that period of audits, the managed programs are available in smaller sizes for the average retail trader to consider. The range could be anywhere from, say, 10,000 US dollars to $100,000 portfolio units. Now, going back to the earlier part of my presentation, how does one get involved in the most liquid and actively traded markets in the world of the US without being glued to a computer and so forth? Well, managed futures is something consider certainly rather than having to learn all these complex products and strategies you can focus on balancing your portfolio and that way you're mainly just selecting how you want to participate in the various asset classes and between a mix of strategies based on historical performance now of course I'm going to caution you here again going back to our earlier disclaimer Past performance is not guaranteeing future results, so you know definitely keep that in mind as you review some of these programs. All right. Well, that said, that's mainly the gist of what I wanted to cover in this presentation, both talking about why and how one might consider getting involved in managed futures programs. So to wrap up, just feel free to go to our website at OahuEducation.com. Again, O is an Oscar, A is an Apple, H is in Holland, U is umbrella, OahuEducation.com. Just click on our guide at the top and scroll down to the Managed Futures programs. You can read more about those. Feel free to send an email or ask one of our representatives for a login to our site. You'll see results posted each day with actual performance numbers. We don't do anything hypothetical. All the results are based on actual trades with profits and losses net of fees. So that way it's easy to read. Take a look. Let us know if you have any questions. And thanks again for your time. Take care.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of our Oahu Cap Commodity Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll catch you next time.